Channel's podcast. Hello there. I am Moose. I'm Jody. We're married. Yeah. We are. Even the girls like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, Earthlings, to the podcast of Married Couple talking about uh, some TV shows, movies. This week, it's, uh, it's all TV shows. Yeah, sometimes documentary. And we begin with a documentary. Yeah. Segway. Tinder Swindler on Netflix. A, um, I heard about this, mm-hmm. and I was only mildly interested, but boy, you, get, you, you, you start watching a story about a con man swindling people out of their money it's fascinating it kind of is yeah you get a little peek into that world you you know everybody hears about like email scams and you know old ladies giving their money away to someone promising them love and companionship and that's kind of what i always think of when you think about con artists but this was a peek into a different arena yeah So twin tender swindlers about if you haven't heard by now been living in that cave, uh, a guy who uses twinder t- twinder tinder <laughs> to uh, he gets these ladies who are looking for love and he feeds them this bullshit about how he's the heir to this massive diamond uh, fortune this company in Israel yeah he's the son of this magnate of this diamond company blah blah blah. And his pictures are all like, you know, he's wearing super expensive clothes. He's driving a Lamborghini yes. on a private plane. Like it, it, I could see when you're looking at that, you believe that this guy's for real. Well, but, and it even, you know, it gets into like their first dates. He kind of swoons them by yeah. taking them on a private jet somewhere. And he has this long game for each of these girls. Yeah. And if you don't think about it, and by the way, he's he probably has, what, a handful of girls going at any given time. Yeah. And he's pulling the same thing with them. He makes them fall in love, talks about family and get married and all that. Yeah. And, you know, he buys them things, a night out on the town or pretty dress, jewelry, and they're in. Yep. And then all of a sudden it comes this moment where it's like, Ooh, we just got beat up. I have enemies. Yes. And I can't use my credit cards because they'll track me. Can you wire me money? Yes, he's in danger. There's always a situation of danger. And and from the girl's perspective, it's like, well, I've, I've already seen and lived this extravagant lifestyle. He's definitely going to pay me back. Right. So, yeah, here's, let me take out a loan for you. Yeah. For $40,000 and send that to you because you need money because you don't want to. You don't want to use your car and get tracked by your enemies because there's pictures being sent of his bodyguard who's like eight feet tall, all beat to shit. Yeah. Himself, you Himself, know, them, yeah. they're in a but hospital like most, or clinic setting, you know. It looks like it's mostly the bodyguard right? who's getting thumped. Yeah. So that, like, is the bodyguard in on it? Was he? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, they the documentary talks with these three women who were three of i'm assuming many yeah and they, they they tell how they fell for this guy and how this all went down and and, and the stories of all the money that they gave him and then yeah. kind of the un hopefully like the undoing of him you know and the, the it's initially i was like oh you stupid idiot uh-huh but then as you watch it you're like i could see how because falling for somebody like that in that particular situation you know it's brain versus heart and their heart took over. Sure. I think their brain wasn't working 
not work not working, but it's an emotional game. Yeah. That he played on them. Absolutely. And it worked. And it's not that they're stupid, it's just that they thought this guy fit all the marks for them. I don't know. If I'm if I'm even meeting someone, I'm like an internet sleuth. Like I'm gonna try and find out if they're for real. Yeah. I mean, he seemed like he had everything in place to, you know, prove that he was who he was, but I don't know. There's some red flags there. And after the first time of giving him money and then he just keeps demanding more, at that point I'm kinda like no, ladies, wake up. Yeah. No. Like, if he's as rich as he says he is, he can just do whatever. Yeah. He can get new credit cards. He can, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I said as much yeah. when we were watching. It's like, they don't need to send him money. If he's rich, yeah. he's got some Swiss account somewhere he can right? access or dad can wire him money. I exactly. Mean, I just, so for me, after the first time, they should have kind of been like, Wait a minute. Something's not right here. And the other part is, you know, did he vet these people? Like, how does he know these people have any money? How does he know they aren't in credit card debt already? And he probably poor, you know? He probably knows from his years teaching at the Svengali Conman Mountain (laughs) in Tibet that, you know, there's a certain type of person. Doesn't matter how much money they have. The type of person is what's important because all these women, they're not rich, they're not poor, but they, without a missing a beat, either, you know, gave them her credit card or open a new credit card. Yeah. Or just flat out took out a loan. Sure. And that's a type of person. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, but how do you, how do you identify that type of person on a Tinder app? You know what I mean? Like. I've never done Tinder. I don't know, but there's obviously something there, either in the profile or the pictures that he knows what, what the, to oh, look that, for. She fits the mark. Sure. So I'm going to say swipe right, which I think is right is good. I don't know. I have no idea. Swipe the way you want. <laughs> I'm to married, so yeah, how no. would I know? <laughs> but uh, so the, the documentary is fascinating. It um, is, and I'm glad they put it out there. It's kind of. It's probably a little embarrassing to, you know, be open and, and bear all of that and kind of your thought processes oh, yeah. and, you know, oh, we know that your feelings about it. And they're yeah. they're brave for kind of bringing it to light. So hopefully it doesn't happen again to other people. Yeah. And a, uh, a big paper in Norway, like was kind of the lead to open up and expose this in an investigation. And they finally printed it. And boy, are the comments uh, on these girls was pretty brutal at times. Yeah. Um, but they still press forward with it. They still did TV interviews and stuff. And the one gal at the end, Eileen, yeah, I think is her name. She she wanted payback. Yeah. Like she 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 knew she wasn't going to get her money back in full, but she kind of swindled him into giving her his expensive clothes. Yes. And I'll sell them and you'll get your money. Okay? I love it. Yeah. I love that. That was so like, yes. Yay. Good for you, girl. <laughs> and she had, Like she said, she knew she wasn't going to get her full money back by the sale of his expensive clothes, but it'd be something. Right. And that's that's pretty significant. Yeah. And I the audio clip I have here is when he's calling her. Oh, he just looking goes for that money. Ballistic. Yeah. But he, then he kind of. He's up and down, yeah. Yeah, he's very bipolar at times, it seems. So here's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Simone. Simone Leviev. 
But anyway. I don't even think that's his real name. Here he's yelling at her, and then he's like, I'm sorry, baby. Here we go. And you will get the worst fucking enemy you have ever seen in your life. For you and for your fucking family. If you will ever play with me, give it today. Luke, Eileen, I'm sorry about everything. I give you the last fucking warning. Today. You want war? You will get fucking war. You will get fucking war. You will get fucking war. Wow. I mean, he's like a cartoon character. Yeah, he, yeah. But that's kind of, you know, you can see it unraveling. He's, he's, he's getting unhinged. You know, everything. His house of cards is about to crumble is the thing. And yet he he still wants to try and salvage it. So he's like, I'm sorry. You know, that's what abusers do. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, there's a lot of, what an asshole. I mean, the, the, the asshole doesn't really, it's kind of belittling two assholes to call this guy an asshole, but he is definitely that that's the starting point. And you know, the, the big feature in the newspaper outs him. He eventually gets arrested. Spoiler alert. He gets out and he's back at it. He's doing it at least as of now. He's still scamming people. So, ladies, if you're on Twinder, don't fall for some, you know, uh, diamond air dude who all of a sudden loves you. Yeah, just just do your homework. Make sure someone is who they say they are. I mean. Very much a cautionary tale. Very much. And it's too bad that he's able to keep getting away with it. And maybe, I don't know, maybe as this gets more... Um, you know, obviously it's, it's big on Netflix here in the U S but maybe as it gets more, um, known that the story is more known that maybe he won't be able to get away with it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel like people like him don't change. He'll just find some other way. He's He'll find have, another con. Yeah. He's going to have to go to prison for a while. Yeah. And even for that this to stop. Well, it'll stop, but I don't think it will reform him. I think that type of person hmm. just is that type of person. Like, they can't go get a real job. This is all they know is to steal and con people. And and again, if you put those skills and that work ethic of your scamming into yeah. a legitimate situation, you could probably do really well. Right. Like, But there's got to be a thrill element to it. I don't know. Like, you know, there's, yeah, you could, information is valuable. He could turn those skills into like good espionage for taking down criminals and bad guys and things like that. Yeah. Maybe it only works on women though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I, the moral of the story is just use Tinder to hook up with various people. <laughs> Don't use it to fall in love. No, maybe there's some other sites. I don't know. I, I'm curious to know how many other victims there really are out there too. Like how long has he been doing this? I mean, so you know? three of them were available or did the documentary. Yeah. There's got to be at least 10 total. I'm guessing think. it's probably numerous more yeah. people that don't even maybe, or maybe people that like, okay, I went on the private jet, I gave him money one time, and then I was like, no, get out of here, blocked, done. Like, yeah. maybe it didn't go as far as they gave him hundreds of thousands of dollars, but, you know, maybe he kind of got them to do some one thing, and then they were like, no, red flags, I'm out, you know. Who knows? But What's there could be hundreds, I think. What's interesting is the second girl, and I'm drawing a blank on her name. She's, I believe, Swedish. She, they weren't romantically connected. She was Vanilla. just a friend. Yeah, yeah. 
Pernilla, yeah. They were just friends. Yeah. Yet he was able to scam her. Yeah. Huh. I know. Think, so it's my point is she wasn't blinded by love. And no, but it was a romance. friendship. Like if a friend came to you and said, I'm really in trouble, I need yeah, help. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, okay. How, you know, what do you need? How can I help you? Yeah. You know? So I could kind of see that part too. Like he's, he's taking advantage of a friendship relationship yeah. there. So. But uh, Tinder Swindler, the documentary, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And I think anybody who's looking for love at the moment, go watch it. Everybody should watch it. But especially if you're looking for love and you're using the apps. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a good cautionary tale. So go check it out. Anything else? Nope. All right, moving on. Reacher. We have the, uh, we've finished the season, the first season. By the way, uh, Prime Video ordered a second season of this uh, this show based on the Lee Child novels featuring Jack Reacher. Yay. Um, I know yeah. you liked it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought maybe it kind of lost some steam towards the end. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. The first third of the season, the middle was good, but it just started tailing off. And I don't know how to really explain that. I think maybe it just kind of became not blah, but just kind of, okay. Yeah. Even kind of, even kind of the spoiler alert, the concluding scene in the warehouse was just kind of okay for me. Yeah. I kind of expected it to be more. Yeah. I don't know what it, I can't quite describe it either. <laughs> it just, it just kind of turned into, and I'm, I'm getting into the novel versus show stuff here. Mm-hmm. The show conclusion finale, it just turned into, we got to save the girls in distress. Yeah. And that's fine. But I didn't think anything about it was different. Sure. Or kind of, oh, I haven't seen that before. Right. Type of moment. Not that I don't know. Maybe, but maybe that's kind of our well appetite so, for TV and movies. We just kind of expect more. But. Well, but see, so the book. First of all, the book. The bad guy wasn't the kid, the yeah. son. The bad guy was a part of the bad group. He was like yeah. the bad guys were Kleiner and the Teal. Okay, they were the ones leading the whole thing, kind of sure. like in the show. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the son got Reacher killed him. Early we'll, on. We'll say like it, two episodes before the end, okay. if I had to equate it. But so it ended with like the girls were kidnapped, but they were like on this big, huge pile of money. They they put them to work. The bad guys put the girls to work. They were like tired because they're shoveling money into boxes. Mm-hmm. That was their, you know. Yeah. They, but, weren't ju- they were just cuffed up to a pipe and sitting there. Sure. And I thought that was something different. Yeah. And kind of like extra cruel. So it made the bad guys even more bad. Mm. Like you put these innocent women, not, not, not the cop mm-hmm. Roscoe, mm-hmm. but you know, this wife and her, her girls, you're putting them to slave labor. Mm-hmm. I just thought that made the, the bad guys worse sure. in a way. And I thought that was, that was good. But in the show, I don't know, like Teal just gets shot sp- sparring with Roscoe and, mm-hmm. um, I didn't think the son, Kleiner Jr., KJ, was all that interesting. Sure. He was just kind of chewing up the scenery a little bit. And actually, here's a shot from that uh, 
finale, KJ is like hunting down Reacher in the burning warehouse and he's doing the rhinoceros uh, story. That stupid rhino wasn't smart enough to realize he was overmatched. He thought he could just lumber through life, go wherever he wanted, do whatever he wanted, fuck whoever he wanted, all without consequence. So obviously the big rhino is Reacher. Yeah. But uh, it just didn't have that. It it just kind of laid there and ended. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, there wasn't even good quips. Like when somebody killed a bad guy, you know, right. I don't even know if there was much dialogue except for that during the whole, like take them down moments. Sure. But it was good overall. I just think it could, could have been better. Yeah. I agree. I, I liked it. I'm in for number two, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Something about that last kind of episode was just kind of eh it's okay yeah i did like how they 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 delved a little bit into reacher as a boy with his brother and their relationship and the yeah. mother that wasn't in the book at all i don't recall yeah i think that added something That's i agree a good choice um and the action was fine you know i like his little uh dupe of the uh picard character yeah over the trunk of the car yeah <laughs> that was nice yep that was good Good scene. I like that too. But Reacher, the TV show, and I, I'm going to borrow somebody else's kind of characterization of it. It's, it's like a good novel you buy at the airport. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Uh, I think the novels are essentially that too, but sure. the TV show ver- it, version is kind of like that. Are you going to read more novels? I might. Yeah. I might. I don't know. Cool. Anything else on Reacher? Uh, no, I just, I like the character. I think, you know, I'm curious to see where that goes. I was a little disappointed that, you know, he and Roscoe didn't end up together. Like, oh, <laughs> and I think I said as much and you're like, he's a loner. <laughs> he's a nomad. He's, you know, he's a vagabond. And I'm like, oh, yeah. but still. <laughs> yeah, he's got somebody in Georgia he can call up at least. Okay. And now somebody in Harvard. You know, the Finley character. Yeah. Boston, wherever. I think he's, where did he go? Harvard. No, but he's leaving Georgia. Was he going back to Boston? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but that was like, this is based on the first book in the novel. And if you know anything about the character, he's just a vagabond. So, but yeah, he's got a little piece waiting in Georgia. Until she gets married, has kids. I can't, Jack. (laughs) I'm a spoken for Georgia girl. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done here. Married with Channels podcast. Join us again next week for another episode. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the damn uh, podcast on your podcast provider. Give us a good review. We're on Twitter at MarriedWChans. If you have any suggestions for shows, movies you want us to watch, please feel free to do that. Share. Share. Tell your friends. Tell your friends and your enemies. Maybe they'll become your friends because they'll like it. Thank you. Till next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye.